Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. It's always game day in Cleveland. The post-game report is the Browns defeat Washington on the second-to-last week of the season before they wrap things up in Pittsburgh. Brought to you locally by Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. i got to tell you, it's about as fun as it's been. Well, I shouldn't say that. The second half was fun. It's about as clean of a game as the Browns have had since Cincinnati back on Halloween, uh, the victory they had today. What were your thoughts, Daryl? A tale of two halves. The first half was just completely a disaster and unwatchable. And then in the second half, they came out and Deshaun Watson kind of gave us a glimpse of the player that we've been waiting to see for five weeks, right? Took 18 uh, quarters, uh, but we finally got to see it. Uh, got some nice uh, assistance from Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones. And, um, yeah, it was nice to see three straight drives ending in touchdowns. So, um, bad afternoon for the uh, fire Kevin Stefanski because the players don't play for him crowd. But um, they are a, a win away from now finishing exactly where they began a year ago, and that is uh, eight and nine. Daryl, what did we learn from today's game? What did we learn? Well, I mean, I, I think we learned that, uh, you know, uh, Deshaun Watson is going to give everyone three heart attacks uh, pretty much every time he's running around with the football. He The thing that worries me most is he carries it like a loaf of bread, and that's going to lead to some turnovers if you get some defenders that are just kind of like flailing away uh, at his arms. He, he just He holds the ball out there, and I know he's got strong hands, but he just like holds it out there. Uh, and, um, I don't like that, but man, is he fun slash terrifying to watch when he's running away, uh, from defenders. But yeah, I mean, you, we finally got the glimpse. That's what we were looking for. We got it for two quarters. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we see a lot more of that. I mean, look, the second half numbers weren't all that impressive. The three touchdowns are, but he was six to ten for a buck forty-six in the second half. Um, you know, first half uh, w- was not good. Uh, obviously, uh, twenty-three yards, just uh, three of eight passing there uh, in the first thirty minutes. Got sacked four times, um, but. Six plays, 63 yards, touchdown. 12 plays, 89 yards, uh, touchdown. Nine plays, 71 yards, touchdown. Ball game. 
So uh, I think that's the biggest thing we learned, that uh, there there is a glimmer of hope, which is pretty much what Browns fans have clinged to since 1999, a glimmer of hope. So I thought one of the things that was impressive, too, and by the way, after that first half, you had complimentary football. All three sides of the ball played. In fact, they took three points off the board. Let's start with that, too. Early in the game, the Browns were up 6 nothing, but then there was a offside call that moved them a little bit closer to the goal line, deep in the red zone. They went for it on fourth down and did not get it. There's a couple schools of thought here. At first, I was like, man, why would you take points off the board on the road? I don't know if that's a really good idea. But then the other point was, I'm like, you're not going to the playoffs. You should probably see if you can score a touchdown here. And if for some reason you don't get in, they've got to drive the entire length of the field to score. I I, I saw a lot of haters on social media. Hmm? Which I think they did, didn't they? Or no, that was the 94-yard drive they had. Correct. It wasn't, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm ta- I'm team take the points. I'm team take the I points. Understand I understand it. I really am. Uh, I've seen enough Browns football that I know how the movies end. So I am team take the points when you could get the points. They should have won 27 to 10 instead of 24 to 10. I don't know. Would that have mu- would that have mattered now that Ohio is a uh, legal betting state? Did that uh, uh, did those three points coming off the board affect anything? No, they didn't. Okay. So. All right. So that is why the uh, the torches are not out for Kevin Stefanski. Following yeah, I think the Browns were like a point and a half or something today. I don't know something like that. Underdog. Yeah, but I'm 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 team ten. I, I don't understand the zero points is better than three points because we had a chance to score seven but didn't score the seven philosophy. I just that is an equation that I will never under any circumstances except for if the ball is at the six inch line, right? Like if you have to take a piece of paper to separate the ball from the goal line. I just, I am team take the points because look, the, the Browns don't execute in the red zone. That's the thing. Like know your team. And it's one of my biggest complaints with Kevin Stefanski and how he manages games. He manages games according to the spreadsheet and not according to knowing your team. The Browns rarely execute in the red zone. Um, and that is a fact. So that's why I'm team take the points. Now, if I have a high-powered, high-efficiency offense in the red zone, we're having a completely different discussion. By the way, the, the Browns on fourth down this year suck. Um, for Except for times, when Jacoby Brissett's trying to run. Going one, for yeah. it, right. Yeah. It, you know, Jacoby Brissett remains the quarterback sneak Hall of Famer that he is. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe they should have put Jacoby Brissett in there. At the with the ball sitting at the two and a half yard line and see if they could shove him uh into the end zone or whatever. The other thing, I were they in were they in the gun on that, by the way? On which play? On the on the goal to go. Did he did he run that from the gun? I, I was think listening he did. in the radio. I was and driving you know to the studio at that point. So go and ahead. You, yeah. And you know what? Uh that that also drives me nuts. If it's you know short and you go to the gun, like I, I hate that too. That's an that's another one of my football pet peeves. Fourth and or one or two yards to go, and your quarterback is in the pistol of the gun. It drives me insane. I hate it. I think it's the dumbest thing coaches do. Well, there are many dumb things coaches do, but that might be like at the top of the dumb things that coaches do is when you 
uh, don't have the quarterback under center in those real short yardage situations. Because now not only do you need the two yards, you need the four to five to six yards that the quarterback's back. So now you need eight yards. You got to go forward eight yards if it's a, a quarterback keeper to get where you you needed to go. So I just really can't stand that, and it drives me just absolutely bananas. Do you want the – can we do the aggravation part of the show right now after winning today? Yeah, might as well. Let's get, let's get it out of the way. It's a well, new I mean, year. you go back and say to yourself, yeah. if you if you win last week, you're what? Eight yeah, and eight, okay. Right? Beat the Jets too. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, okay. But you would have wanted the Patriots win. The Patriots win, even though the Jets lost or either one of those. If you would have had the Patriots win, if you could have beat the Patriots in one yeah, one. Yeah, but of those the Patriots kicked their ass, so it's pointless. To no, talk. I agree. I, I agree. But isn't yeah, it aggravating to think? But this is how yeah, close they are. Is. That's the problem. They're close. Okay. I told you after the Jets game that I was going to bite him in the ass. So did you. So yeah. here we are. Like, I mean, it's it's unfortunate. Um, uh, we're recording this before the, the Sunday night game between the Ravens and the Steelers, but that, I think, not only will determine whether or not Pittsburgh stays alive, but it's also going to determine, I think, what time the Browns play. I think they play Saturday at 1 if the game means nothing. If the game means something, then I think they could play like Saturday at 4.15 or whatever. Or maybe they even play something. Eh. Uh, on Sunday, but if uh, if the Steelers get kicked out Sunday night, I we're have Sunday a one then, right? Yeah, we're that, Sunday one if they get kicked out tonight. Yeah, if they get kicked out tonight, I think you bury. Yeah, you you, you bury the Browns Steelers game. There's of no course, reason. Yeah. yeah, nobody cares except for the new Ohio. Letters. Except for except for the participants. Yes, nobody cares. Fair enough. I fair enough. I appreciate that. So okay. So again, next week's game against Pittsburgh can be flexed. Like the whole, everything, ever, everything yeah. can be flat. Like there is no schedule for week 18 right now. Other than who you play. Correct. The entire schedule. Like, I'll be honest with you. Dear, don't you like that? I think that's a great idea. It's a great idea, but it's a terrible idea because nobody knows when they're playing for logistics season finale for logistics until late tonight. I mean, we might not get, the schedule for week 18 until like 10, 11. Again, we're recording this uh, late right. Sunday afternoon. Uh, the week 18 schedule may not come out. It, I promise it will be out when we record our podcast Monday night, uh, but it won't come out until possibly after 10 p.m. Sunday night. I'm just trying to look at the Steelers' percentages really quick here. So if you just, if they you could uh, participate, well, they were a 2% chance going into today. Yeah. And they need, obviously they needed help. So, and uh, let's see, they uh, after the one o'clock games, the Steelers jumped up to a four percent chance should they win and beat Baltimore tonight. So I don't know if this will press before then, but that would still only make them a ten percent chance to get in. If they win the next two games, there's still only a twenty percent chance they get in. So, and going into next week, like I could I, I could try to come up with scenarios for the late afternoon games to keep, I, I, I highly doubt. I, I mean, the odds don't, I mean, I, I might end up, uh, they're out too on a Browns. No, they're out on a win over Baltimore. Obviously they're out if they lose to us after that next week. So, but that'll take you up to 18%. Okay. There you go. This has been the math portion of it's always game day in Cleveland. Beep, 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 beep. Um, Daryl, let's come back. I want to talk a little bit more about the game. I want to talk about, the guys that made things happen offensively and other uh, rumblings and things of that going into this week and how that storyline 
played into the game today. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast.